0: Welcome back to our time together. We're talking about motives—why we do what we do. It's not just important that we do the right thing; it's important that we do it for the right reason. And we're taught, we talked—we were talking as I finished yesterday <clears throat> about giving to the to the Lord and giving to the church. And I just want to thank those of you who are faithful givers. I, I'm just so grateful, all through my life that that it's been a privilege for me to be a faithful giver and it's been a privilege to me to see hundreds of other people who were faithful givers and I think it's important. Another area where he says that we should be careful about our motives is when we pray and not be like the hypocrites who who pray to be seen and who, who pray in flowery language. I've had people pray in public places with such flowery language and it was ridiculous. There was no real talking to God. They were trying to impress us. I remember read, hearing about a newspaper article that talked about a prayer that said it was the most eloquent eloquent prayer ever offered to a Boston audience. Well, that was the problem. It was offered to a Boston audience. It was not offered to God. Most of our prayers should be in private, though so there is time for public praying. I remember hearing about Dwight Moody, the preacher who was Uh, I called on somebody to pray one time, and they just prayed on and on and on. And finally, Moody said, well, while our brother catches up on his praying, let's go ahead and sing the next hymn. And so that's what they did. You see, public praying is not a time to pray on and on. It's a time to talk with God and lead other people to talk with God. It's in our private praying that we should spend more time quietly and and more time— in just talking to God. Also, he mentions our fasting. Fasting is not something very many people do anymore, but we should do more. But fasting is doing without food so that we can concentrate on God. For example, if you have a big decision to make, it's a good thing to fast and pray. There's many ways we can fast. We can just do straight without food for a couple of days or three, drink only water, or we can maybe miss a meal every day. And, and fast and spend some time, an hour or two during that time to talk with God. But what, whichever is good, we need to be careful that we do it health wise, but we, I don't think that's a danger for most of us to fast that much. It's certainly never been for me. My problem has been to fast enough. But notice the difference that right motives make. Our motives to please God need to be genuine and true and honest, and if they are, we will be a cheerful, happy kind of person. The most important of any life is, the, is not only the, is the part that God sees. It's like an iceberg. You see the top, but you don't know what's underneath. People can see our lives, but they don't really always know what's underneath. Some of us are real good at pretending, but underneath is what really matters. And God really wants us to show underneath what he what he is in our lives. Two people can preach, two people can give, two people can pray, but they might have totally different motives. So God sees and knows our hearts and our motives, and that's what he rewards. He rewards that which matters. So I challenge you today to let God guide you in your motives so that your motives will be pure and so that your motives will be right and so that every day You will glorify him in what you do. As we continue, I want to talk again about something that's really important in our commitment. And that is having integrity. And that kind of goes along with our motives. And I want to read to you from the book of James, chapter 1. And as James is a very practical little book where he talks about some of the things that, that really do matter. And uh, let me share with you from the first chapter, beginning at verse nineteen of the book of James. And uh, <clears throat> I got to find James first. I'm looking for it here. Oh here it is. Okay, James chapter one verse nineteen. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. In these verses, James is especially talking about having a life of integrity. Today in our world, we have an integrity crisis. Never in my lifetime have I seen so much that lacks, so many people that lack integrity. People in all, in the offices of government, in, in schools, in churches, a lack of integrity, a lack of honesty, a lack of sincerity. You, you don't hear many people about with whom you can say what you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. That's true. You can be sure that what they, what they tell you is exactly what's going on. James calls us to that kind of integrity. We need to have integrity in our talk. He gives a triple command about that. He says be quick to hear. Most folks are poor listeners. By nature, we don't like to listen. Our impulse is to talk, to act. We want to talk or do something compulsively. But Jesus says that if we have ears, let us hear. That's what they're there for. Celebrated psychology, Paul, psychologist Paul Tornier said, listen to the conversations of our world, and they are for the most part dialogues of the deaf. In other words, nobody is listening because nobody wants to hear, they want to talk. Why are we such poor listeners? Well, sometimes we're just busy. Our business substitutes for conversation and wrecks our relationships. Or we're watching TV, or working on our phone, or playing a game on a gadget. And net, <clears throat> we, we get all tied up with the machines that are so available today that we forget that people are far more important than, than machines. Listening is loving people in action, and we must learn to do that God's way. Also, we're to be slow to speak tongue, the tongue is, is a dangerous weapon. Some use it for blasting others or for boasting or for blistering people. But James one twenty six said, if you think you're religious and you don't control your tongue, you deceive yourself and the religion that you claim is absolutely worthless. God gave us two ears and one mouth. So I think we need to listen twice as much as we speak. God never has, I've never had to, 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 take, to make an apology for something I didn't say, but I've had to for things I did say. We're going to pick that up tomorrow. And so watch what you say. Trust God with your integrity today.